Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. This is Faith Under Fire. Each Thursday on Family Life, we give voice to religious battlegrounds in this nation. I'm your host, Tracy Lynn. With us today, Dr. George Barna, Director of Research at the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University. New research shows the erosion of biblical belief among pastors in all denominational groupings. Would you unpack some of the results for us, George? Yeah, looking at the big picture, what we discovered is that only 37% of all Christian pastors in America have a biblical worldview. It varies by position, ranging a high of 41% among senior pastors down to just 13% among teaching pastors, 12% among children and youth pastors, only 4% among executive pastors. But then when you break out those beliefs, you find that it's rare to find any denomination where at least three out of four of their pastors consistently hold biblical beliefs on real foundational biblical teaching, things like the means to salvation, the value of human life, the definition of success, the existence of absolute moral truth. For example, we found that only 60% of all Christian pastors actually qualify theologically as being born-again Christians. And we discovered that just about the same number, only 64% of all Christian pastors believe that the Bible is the true Word of God that does not contain errors. And, of course, it's much lower in certain types of churches, mainline churches, holiness churches, etc. So all of this is kind of an eye-opener to us, and it suggests that we've got to take more control over our own spiritual development. We can't just walk into a church building and say, okay do it to me. What we have to do is recognize that it's our responsibility to become deep disciples of Jesus. And we may get assistance from our churches, we may not. Yeah. I was floored with the research that said that nearly 40% of evangelical pastors surveyed claim there's no absolute moral truth. Wow, why even be a pastor? I mean, what could you preach on with confidence? Yet, thankfully, there was some positive news that came out of the 2022 American Worldview Inventory. It depends how you define positive, but for instance, we can look at the fact that non-denominational and independent church pastors, Christian churches, of course, are by far the ones who are most likely to come close to having a biblical worldview. They're the ones with the greatest proportion to having a biblical worldview at 57%. That's a low number, but it's the highest among all the denominational families that we looked at. It was lower among the evangelical mainline Catholic, Pentecostal, traditionally black and holiness churches. So you can see that the numbers aren't where we'd like them to be. But again, if we just look at those pastors who are serving in non-denominational or independent churches, what we find is that more than 9 out of 10 of them believe that human life is sacred. 7 out of 10 would say that when you're able to accumulate some kind of wealth, the purpose for that is to manage it, invest it for God's kingdom, rather than to waste it on yourself. And we also found that that was the group of churches that were most likely to have pastors who would qualify as being born again, meaning that they believe that when they die, they'll go to heaven, but only because they've confessed their sins and accepted Christ as their Savior. Wow. Back to the idea of the denominational groupings. George, would you briefly explain those categories? 
Yeah, we had seven different categories that we were looking at. Mainline Protestant, which are the traditional churches that you would find in that group in American Baptist, Episcopal, Evangelical, Lutheran Church in America, Presbyterian Church, USA, United Church of Christ, United Methodist Church. We have Evangelical Churches, which is a wide range of churches, and it includes things like Free Will Baptist, Southern Baptist, Disciples of Christ, Evangelical Free, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, Presbyterian Church in America. We have the traditionally black churches, and that category of churches would include the AME, the AME's IM, National Baptist Convention Churches, National Primitive Baptist, Church of God in Christ. Then there's the category of Charismatic and Pentecostal churches. Again, many churches in that category, the most well-known ones would be like Assembly of God, Church of God, Cleveland, Foursquare, United Pentecostal, and the Holiness category, which would include churches like Christian and Missionary Alliance, Church of the Nazarene, Salvation Army, Seventh-day Adventist, and then, of course, we also included Catholic churches. Where can we go to learn more on this study or see more about it? All of our research is offered for free on our website, which is at www.culturalresearchcenter.com. Excellent. I appreciate that. God has called these people to be set apart, to not live as the world lives, but actions flow from our beliefs. What advice do you have for us to not allow the cultural and political influences of the day to creep in? Well, first of all, we've got to prioritize our faith. It really needs to become the driving force in our lives. And the only way that that's going to happen is if you create routines where every day we're reading the Bible, we're confessing our sins, we're worshiping God, we are thanking Him, praising Him for what He does in our life. We're praying to Him about the things that are heavy on our heart. Good reminder for each of us, how can we encourage and pray for our pastors? Well, certainly one of the things that we want to do is encourage them to do what I just mentioned that we as individuals should be doing. And when we encourage that kind of spiritual growth, It encourages pastors to be thinking about, yeah, am I getting too busy with the job of ministry as opposed to the privilege of being a follower of Christ? I'd say also when we find our pastors taking a strong stand for biblical truth, no matter what it relates to, whether it's in the political arena, the family arena, the business arena, that we let them know, hey, I heard that. That was an encouragement to me, and I want to encourage you to keep taking tough, strong stance. And when they teach something that is not biblical, it's imperative that we talk to them about that, that we say, gee, I heard you say this. Can we talk about why we have this difference of interpretation? And let's come to an understanding of what the Bible really teaches. That's Dr. George Barna. I'm Tracy Lynn, Family Life News.